G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. Welcome to your Thursday edition of Trot's Life. It is moving day on Trot's Life and we've got a range of guests today. We've got Greg Sugars, we've got Brad Williamson, we've got Mick Guren on the back nine with Jamie Cockshut and Elliot Booth. But first, as it's going to be, hopefully, every single week, it'll be this teeing off with Tim. Oh, we're not playing. Why are we not playing here? I was waiting for that. Yeah. Come on, Wombat. Something's, something's. We've got no, we've got no intro. I don't know if I can go on. Yeah, Ladies Jake. and gentlemen, our first go. player to tee off this morning, Tim O'Connor from Ballarat in Australia. Get in the hole! Be the club. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> yeah, not a bad start. Not a bad start. You've had me on the tee box since uh, <laughs> 10.53 when we first spoke, so not too bad there. I've been standing there 12 minutes in the cold. How are you, Toby? You sound a little bit under the weather. Are you going all right? Uh, yeah, I, I have woken up. Just My voice is just a little bit dry. Oh, I, uh, I'm about the same. I did the two hours last night and then I was uh, yesterday and then I was actually long till late last night. I know it was only seven races, but uh, it was sort of, you know, 12, 31 o'clock by the time I got in. So back up this morning and off to a chuka tonight, mate. So I'm burning the candle at both ends. And what generally happens with that is your voice does get a bit croaky, doesn't it? Yeah, well, you get you get sick. I've been battling for, away for about a week now. But we had a good night on uh, SEM track last night, myself and Damian Watson. Oh, we had a few go. winners. And, um, yeah, so uh, all's good. But uh, looking forward to a massive weekend of racing. Where should we start on teeing off with Tim today? Oh, well, I've got Greg Sugars on later, mate. And you've spoken to him this morning. Yeah, that's right. Um, you'll talk uh, about his runners, no doubt, across the, the coming days. But I, the, the only reason I rang him, I, I just wanted to get an update on one overall. So it's one of his start, his uh, stable star trotters, one overall. $19 chance at last look for the Inter-Dominion Trotting Championship Grand Final. The heats start on November 26 in Ballarat. And we ran the trials show at Melton, myself and Darren Carroll, on Tuesday. And in the educational was one overall, which is something you don't often see, Toby, as you'd know, that, that those trials are, well, those educational runarounds are, are before the trials and they're just very basic um, quite often for young horses or, <clears throat> you know, horses that are looking to learn something in particular. And yeah. Greg put one overall behind the, the mobile. He just wanted to, um, I guess, see how the horse would handle the mobile because uh, he has been a bit revvy in the past and he hasn't had a mobile start since June 25, uh, according to the form guide. So it's wow. been a while and he just wanted to give him a look ahead of the Inter-Dominion heat. So it didn't go well, unfortunately. Uh, oh, boy. He, uh, he galloped away. He, he got. They did a couple of laps just walking or jogging around behind and then when they mm. quickened and released 
the mobile. Uh, he galloped and Greg took him straight off the track. We had the GoPro on him and he asked me not to use the footage. So I don't know what he said. Um, maybe you can ask him later on, but um, he wouldn't have been thrilled. So just to, just chatting to him this morning, it concedes that he's very concerned. It's not ideal at all. Um, he's basically said he's got a few little options he can tinker with uh, some gear to hope uh, to hopefully help the horse settle a bit better and make him a bit happier. But basically, it's um, he's just going to keep working him as normal. He's not going to take him anywhere. He's just going to hold his breath uh, at Ballarat on the 26th of <laughs> November and just hope he gets away. So not, not what you want to hear and not what you want to see if you've backed one overall. But um, that's, the, that's the state of play. Is he ODM? Do you know? Question without he's notice. He's not. No, so he's not. he might be better ODM. You can actually ask to well, be I was gonna, ODM. Oh, it'd be good to, I was thinking that before, just watching a couple of his replays. I wonder whether he's better off just drawn out the back and um, Greg can just, you know, go away, go away really slowly. Maybe being right up on the gates of worry for him. I don't know. Um, haven't trained a single horse in my life and I probably never will, but <laughs> it's not all I do know. Uh, I have punted a bit over the journey and it's not what you want to see. Uh, a week and a half out from the Inter Dominion, of course, mobile conditions. He was very revvy and, and galloped straight away as soon as the mobile went. So, And Greg, um, openly, as he always is, just said, look, yeah, it's not ideal. I'm worried about it. It's concerning, but um, I'm just going to hold my breath and hope he, hope I can get him away. So going to be a real watch and see. One overall, a $19 chance for the Inter Dominion on opening round of Heats Night on the 26th of November. Now, Tim... Last Friday, I was at Hamilton. There's trials before the first. They don't videotape them at Hamilton, but I was there. I watched them. I witnessed them. Pink Galaz trialed against a lot of muscle. Uh, Better Call Me trialed against Fidey. Some key Matt Craven runners. And it's a real funny, funny old day at Hamilton where no leader won. Most of the leaders on the day actually capitulated somewhere between the 300 and the 600. I don't know why. It was just a really strange day. Now, Pink Galaz and a lot of muscle were in that sort of leader-leader's back position for most of the race, and they only ran home in 59-1. But after seeing the race day, I think they might have trialled a lot better than what the numbers represent, and you've got more information on Pink Galaz, mate. Yeah, well, just to, I've had a bit of a chat to Matty. Um, <clears throat> I rang him on Monday this week, and, look, didn't didn't speak too in-depth about Pink Galaz, but I just wanted to check uh, that she was all right because um, I'd spoken to him probably a month earlier or even earlier than that, and she was going to be racing around that period. And I expected her to have a couple of lead-up runs into the Inter-Dominion. If you go back through her form, she hasn't raced this year, uh, unbelievably. Her mm. last start was on the 21st of, Dece- 21st of December at Melton. She ran second in, in a Vic Bread Super Series four-year-old trotting mare's heat. And then uh, she was scratched on the eve of the final from memory with an issue. So she's had a long period off the sidelines. Um, Maddie didn't pass on any great concerns, but she did trial, as you said. I think she's going to trial again this Sunday. I don't know where they are, but they'd be down that way somewhere. Terang or where would they be on Sunday? But um, she's going to trial once more before the Inter-Dominion, but she'll go fresh in first up into the opening round of heats at Ballarat on November 26th. She's a $15 fixed odds chance. Just chatting to Matty, and he probably won't mind me saying this, uh, he just maybe gut feel that uh, maybe a couple of other horses have gone past her a bit in the in the pecking order, but um, certainly think she can um, make her presence felt through the series. So just interesting, probably for me, if I'm a punter, I'm probably going to work around her in the overall series, Toby, at $15. Yeah, they're Sunday at Tarang, and having been pretty good mates with Matty for a long time. There have been a lot, a lot of issues with that horse. It's whole career, mate. So I'd yep. imagine he's dealing with a fair bit there. Uh, yeah, well, great. Going to be great to see her back. But, um, 
Yeah, bottom line is she will be in the series. I was just concerned, given I hadn't seen her, and uh, I'm sure he would have liked to have given her at least one start heading into the the heats. But not to be. She'll go first up uh, basically a year away from the sidelines into the into Dominion. Imagine if she was able to win it. Uh, it'd be one of the great training performances. Speaking of trotters in into Dominions, mate, there was a I have Garrick Knight on every week on a Wednesday, as you know, and there was a horse come over from New Zealand by the name of Majestic Harry. It was yes. in an up to 55, an up to 55 at Albion Park, and he declared it, declared it. It paid $4.80 that day. Now, I don't bet, but I had multiple people comment on it afterwards <laughs> at how at the value it was. And you look back now, this horse is coming to an Inter-Dominion series. It was, up to, it was in a trotter's up to 55 midweek yeah. at Albion Park at $4.80. It was ridiculous odds. Well, I think he's a... <clears throat> like I think he's about a two hundred dollar chance or something thereabouts in the Inter Dominion, but at that point in time, he was probably a two thousand to one yeah, chance correct. to be even running in it. So uh, yeah, the horse you talk about is Majestic Harry. Uh, Darren Cowell during our trial show when we chatted to Brick Graham, uh, who part owns the horse and she'll drive the horse down here, um, actually made reference to that that chat that you had with Garrick and oh really? So yeah, he did. He, uh, Darren remembers that he's got a phenomenal memory, but he remembered <laughs> the chat and about hearing about this horse and then uh, and actually. Okay. And actually brought it up. So, yeah, the bottom line is that, um, <clears throat> yeah, Majestic Harry won a golden ticket race at Albion uh, at Albion Park on Saturday night, the Group 2 Spring Sprint. That gets him locked in for the Inter-Dominion Series. And Britt Graham and her sister, Stephanie, they're going to bring the horse down. Uh, actually, he's already on the way. He will be in Victoria either tomorrow or Saturday. Um, and they'll attempt... Uh, Stephanie's going to take over the training... Uh, job from her father Daryl, and Brit's planning to drive. So, of course, Brit's a sky. I love it. I love it. Yeah, mm. it, it's a great story. Brittany Graham, of course, for those that aren't aware, she's a broadcaster with Sky Racing and does a lot of the on-track stuff on these big nights. So she'll be there in a working capacity anyway. But she's planning to duck off and drive her horse in the Inter Dominion trotting heats and hopefully the grand final. So what a story that is for the family. They own the horse. They bought him cheap. Um, now they get a crack at the Inter Dominion. So exciting for them, and it's going to be a great little little side story to the, the series. I, I mean, I don't think he can win, Toby, but um, can he make it'd be a great final? to see him. Yeah, you could make a final, and he could make his presence felt uh, in some of the heats, particularly maybe the sprint heat. Uh, I think it's Shepparton in the second night of heats, given the way he performed on Saturday night over the 1,600-meter trip. So a great story there. Keep an eye out for Brittany Graham on track, but also jumping in the sulky through the course of the night night at uh, Ballarat, Shepparton and Geelong, and then hopefully in the grand final at Melton on December 10. Tab, big bets, mate, and, and I've got one for you for Saturday night to be... Uh, oh, no, I'm not allowed to tip, am I? Oh, <laughs> I'll have to ask you a question about it. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> um, I had a little bit of feedback from these last week, just that a few people enjoyed hearing them, and uh, <clears throat> I might just quickly sort of pluck one out of each race. So there's been yeah. uh, some, some pretty solid action uh, ahead of Friday night at Melton and also Saturday night at Melton. Uh, just looking through, Cloud Nine's been really well supported in the third race at Melton on Friday, uh, as has Visionary in the fourth event. Um, scrolling down to race seven on Friday night's card, Mafasa Metro, $1,000 bet at $2.10. And uh, someone's rounded the account off here, $1,091 at $1.95. So a couple of sizable bets for Mafasa Metro. Drawn Barrier 1 in race 7. Uh, Honolulu Bay's been well supported. A $1,000 bet at $2 on him to win race 8. Uh, and also a $1,500 bet at $2 uh, to win that race. Moving on to Saturday just quickly. 
some sizable bets in the two-year-old pacing Colts and Goldings. Final, the Lost Storm, a $2,500 bet at $2.20 to win. Heaps of action on that race. So go to thetrots.com.au to scroll through all those bets. A lot of different bets there. Uh, this is the one that's probably interests me the most. Mm-hmm. There's a horse here called Ludacris, trained by Kate oh, Hargraves. The place. I really like this bet. Yeah, and there's been three good goes already on Ludacris to run a play. So she's drawn directly behind the, the very short favourite, Major Delight. She's going to get a great run. There's been a $1,200 bet at $2 a place and two $2,500 bets at $2 a place. Um, I think she's into about $1.60 at last look, but she looks not a certainty to run a place, but uh, pretty close to it. So... The locomotive, just quickly, uh, $1,200 bet at $3 for him to win the two-year-old trotting Colts and Geldings final. Rockin' with Attitude's been well-supported. Part of that's been Darren Carroll, I think, in the two-year-old trotting Phillies. Um, someone's had 500 bucks at $1.18 on Captain Ravishing to win the three-year-old pacing Colts Ooh, and Geldings final. Really? Just to pick, up a, just to pick you, up a couple of slabs of beer. Do you think he'll win, or do you think Rip can beat him? No, I think he'll win. I think he'll win and win well. Well, um, I can't, I can't comment because I'll be judging on the night. Um, but I think you can read between the lines, Tim. Yeah, I can, <clears throat> I can. Um, two more races I'll touch on. Actually, uh, three quickly, Toby, before we go to a break, and I leave you and head to the next hole. Um, <laughs> one thousand one hundred and fifty dollars <throat> a place on a Moro Vita, a dollar fifty-five. And a $1,500 bet at $1.65 on Amore Vita to run a drum. A $1,000 win bet at $3.60 on Cravash Door to win the three-year-old Trotting Colts and Geldings final. And the last bet I'll mention here is a $2,000 win bet on Ladies in Red at $1.75. Might seem generous, so someone thinks it is anyway. Um, anyway, go to thetrots.com.au. That's up now on the website. If you want to scroll through all those bets, there's stacks there, so... If you're looking for a multi or you want to follow the money, jump on there and have a look. I actually don't know. That shit. My shower <laughs> must be leaking. I'm going to get this to leave. Go sort that shower out, Tim. Good on you, mate. <laughs> we'll speak again next week. We'll talk in a week. See you guys. <laughs> Good on you, Tim.